Grace and peace to you, Bloom, and welcome to our guided liturgy podcast. This is the third week of Lent, and we'll be guiding you through our typical Lenten liturgy along the scripture from the lectionary, uh, the confession, and prayers. Dave was out this week, so Dulcie and Taryn and I decided to do something a little different and actually highlight a song called Listening for You that was written at Bloom by people at Bloom specifically for the season of Lent. So we're going to explore the themes that are written about in the song and have a discussion about what it means to follow Jesus, even if that journey leads us into darkness. As always, a link to this song and other songs that have been featured in the podcast will be in the episode notes, so be sure to check those out. We're glad you're here with us. God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let us then show our love for him by confessing our sin in penitence and faith. In the wilderness we find your grace. You love us with an everlasting love. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. There is none but you to uphold our cause. Our sin cries out and our guilt is great. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Heal us, O Lord, and we shall be healed. Restore us, and we shall know your joy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Bloom, let's join with the Church Worldwide in praying the prayer of the day. Almighty God, you know that we have no power in ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may defend from all adversaries which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Hear a reading from Psalm 19. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true, each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant a great reward for those who obey them. 
How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Glory Glory to to the the Father, and and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Hear a reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 2. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration, so Jesus went to Jerusalem. In the temple area, he saw merchants selling cattle, sheep, and doves for sacrifices. He also saw dealers at tables exchanging foreign money. Jesus made a whip from some ropes and chased them all out of the temple. He drove out the sheep and cattle, scattered the money changers' coins over the floor, and turned over their tables. Then, going over to the people who sold doves, he told them, Get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Then his disciples remembered this prophecy from the scriptures. Passion for God's house will consume me. But the Jewish leaders demanded, What are you doing? If God gave you authority to do this, show us a miraculous sign to prove it. All right, Jesus replied, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. What? they exclaimed. It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you can rebuild it in three days? But when Jesus said, this temple, he meant his own body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered he had said this, and they believed both the scriptures and what Jesus had said. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. So this is a song called Listening for You, and it was written by um, some folks in our community, my friends named David and Haley and Richard, at a writing retreat that we went on together. And it, it really just came out of a desire for more songs for the season of Lent at Bloom. We, we've been doing these writing retreats now for, for a couple of years now. Obviously, COVID has kind of kept us from doing one this year or last year, I guess. And so we haven't been able to gather and, and write as easily. But I do love that this song came out of one of those early retreats that we did. But basically, we wanted to touch on the themes of Lent. We've learned that writing songs for Bloom is kind of a two-sided coin because it can be easy because of the wealth of thematic material that comes from just following the church calendar. Like we have all these seasons that have very specific themes that run through them, like Lent and Advent and Epiphany, and they all have these very specific themes that we can pull from, and it makes it a little bit easier to write specific songs. But Bloom is also a congregation that doesn't always resonate with, with some of the more mainstream worship songs. So... Out of that, we kind of had this desire to, to write more that would really resonate with Bloom. And one of the easiest ways to do that was obviously just to pick a season and write around those themes. So for Lent, as we know, as we've been talking about, these themes of self-denial, of 
self-examination of our mortality, of devotion to Christ and listening to Christ and doing what he says, which has been a theme for us this Lent specifically, where we listen to Christ and just try and go where Christ leads us. Darkness covers so
I love talking about this song because I didn't I didn't have any real part in writing it, <laughs> so I could be I could be totally getting it wrong. But I do know this song very intimately and have have led it several times and and know the songwriters pretty well. So I think I can give a pretty good commentary on it. But it kind of progresses through recognizing where we are, where we know that there's darkness around us. You know, in in Colorado especially we. We get snow, and I know I lived in the Midwest for five years, and that, that was just a miserable experience. The winters were so miserable mm-hmm. because you would have snow that just covers the ground. You can't see the ground for months because the snow just doesn't melt. And so it, it conjures those images for me of just seeing this bleakness around me, but knowing that the Holy Spirit is still at work even in that metaphorical darkness that he's asking us to go into the darkness, to experience the parts of us that are hard and hurting and difficult, knowing that newness is what is promised to us, that light is what is promised to guide us, that we're called to go into the wilderness, that there's an intimacy there with Christ where, I love the line where it says, I'll follow closely, lean into your chest. Mm-hmm. It's just like such a beautiful, intimate picture of like what it means to embrace Christ and have the presence of Christ with us, that we're waiting for newness um, and waiting for light. And then just the bridge talks about how spring is coming and we're waiting for it, but we're going to keep quiet in those moments and listen for Christ to speak to us, that there is hope, that there is something that, I guess the idea of going, of Walking into the darkness and waiting for light is not in vain. That mm-hmm. spring is coming, and we just have to listen to the voice of the shepherd, and he'll guide us there. Mm-hmm. And then the ending is uh, just about how we don't always believe that the Holy Spirit is moving, but the Holy Spirit is always moving and uh, just pushing us towards goodness and wholeness and, and beauty. I think I'm really struck, even hearing you explain it, but as I'm looking at the lyrics, how much Lent and Advent feel like they have that same weightiness of waiting, Mm -hmm. that same weightiness of light. But the thing with Lent is that spring is coming, like all of this life is about to burst forth. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I know there's a lot of metaphors for winter, but I think sometimes it just means rest, like that this, it's not necessarily a negative thing to be waiting yeah. um, for that new thing to come in. Uh, and so I just, I really love that the spring is the end of this one, whereas, you know, the, uh, the whole idea of light is coming, but this really is like life is coming now. There's yeah. life is coming forth mm-hmm. from a dark, seemingly dead place. Mm-hmm. I think for me... The the line in this song that that has really kind of stopped me in my tracks when I was listening to it last night and then again today as I was looking over it, right at the beginning of verse 2 where it says, Jesus, lead me into the wilderness. 
fairly certain that has not ever been a prayer of mine. <laughs> um, just recognizing, I guess, following that with the second line, I'll follow closely, lean into your chest, for me is a real challenge to look at those narratives of Jesus for myself because that I'll follow closely, lean into your chest. I love that picture of of leaning into his chest. It makes me think of, of Jesus reclining with the Apostle John and the one whom he loved. And I've always loved that picture. And it just, to me, always expressed like this intimacy and this safety and this knowing and this connection. And, and if that is my narrative of who Jesus is then I would be able to ask him to lead me into the wilderness, mm-hmm. right? If he was going to go with me. And just in the season that I'm at, I feel like the Lord has just really opened my eyes to my aversion to some wilderness, mm-hmm. to, to things that bring about fear in me, um, and yet feeling that he's asking me to, to kind of step into that so that... I can experience his presence, Mm -hmm. kind of like what you were saying, Seth, like we're called into this place so that not so that we can suffer and not so that we can experience pain, even though sometimes that's or often that's in a dark place, but so that we can experience his presence in a way that we haven't known or don't aren't as familiar with because we do avoid the wilderness, it seems like at all cost. If at, if at all possible. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's just been a challenge to, if, if I know that there is the possibility of some wilderness on my horizon or what looks like might be wilderness, or if I'm feeling like I'm in it, mm-hmm. am I able to embrace that? I mean, to even ask for it is a whole nother step. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm there yet, but there's something beautiful about that. If, if I can get to that place yeah. of being like, I'm all in. I'm all in because you're trustworthy and you're good right. and you're going with me. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there yet, but I do, I do feel him. Yeah. I think just kind of opening up my heart to like the wilderness is not all bad. Yeah. It can be hard, but there's some goodness in there. I like the idea of we're going to have our, our moments and our times of wilderness um, and suffering to some extent, or just pain in our lives, or stress, or whatever. So I would say it's more like us kind of recognizing that that's gonna, that's kind of a thing that's gonna happen. So we might as well ask Jesus to be the one to lead us into it, and it and it brings out this kind of intimate picture of what that would look like. You know, we you, I think about Job a lot when I read the lyrics of this song, and how when Job's friends came. The first thing they did was just sit there with them in silence. You know, then they kind of made some mistakes and, and said too much and opened their mouths. And that was kind of when everything went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a picture of Jesus. And Dulcie, I've even heard you talk about this. It was in one of your one of your talks at Bloom um, a few years ago. when I know you were going through a really hard time, but you were talking about how you felt like you were at the bottom of the ocean but you knew that Jesus was there with you somehow. I know you guys are talking a lot about the wilderness, but I just feel something very different. So I'm just going to have a, an artistic difference mm-hmm. with you. 
but there's something very quiet, like the waiting really keeps coming forward for me. Mm. I don't, and it's probably because I don't want to go into any wildernesses. Mm. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> but there's something about waiting and it's cold and it's winter and it's dark that does make you kind of question where is God in this? There's no life. There's no warmth. I, I guess that's where I just feel like mm-hmm. that's this place of really feeling alone, which I guess is what you were saying. So it's all tying together. But this song, I just really like how it really does make me feel like there's something in the, the waiting has a something comes from the waiting yeah, purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has a purpose. Yeah. Has, has something, has life that comes out of it. Even when the waiting feels like it has no life mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is kind of two different messages. It's like, we're asking Christ to lead us or, you know, meet us in the wilderness or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then we sing spring is coming. We're waiting. Yeah. But it's kind of both, isn't it? It is like, both. Yeah, it's absolutely both. How often are, do we find ourselves in the middle of just really trying times, hard times? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we feel like Christ is really close to us in those times. I was listening to the radio. Um, it was like NPR or CPR, whatever Colorado's version of that is. <laughs> and this woman had COVID and has just, it just like kind of wrecked everything. But she was like, I've, I... More than anything, my faith in God is what is what has grown out of this experience. Really, and I was like, "Wow, that's that probably wouldn't be my response." <laughs> but that, but that's yeah. it, right? That's yeah. like we we have many ways to respond to the things that come at us and, and to the darkness that we mm-hmm. that we walk into, whether willingly or not. And so, I think it is both and I think it's both it's it's waiting sometimes we just feel like we need like where are you God like let's we just need to wait and listen and like be quiet and you know hear the voice of Christ just kind of in this still small voice that is talked about in scripture or it's like we feel this intimacy with Christ that we feel like we can you know embrace Christ Mm -hmm. and lean our head into the chest of Christ you know yeah and I think it is both that that's I love that about this song, mm-hmm. actually. You know, it, I don't usually deep dive worship songs like this. <laughs> it feels a little weird and like sacred, but mm. I, I, like too, too, too much, like maybe sacrilegious a little bit. <laughs> but that is that I feel like that's always the beauty of art is mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. especially I would say probably spirit filled art, but mm-hmm. I don't mean Christian art. So I just want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Um, but that it's going to land where it needs to land in us. Mm -hmm. And so like there might be people out there who heard this and had a third or fourth way that they said that it really met them. Mm -hmm. I mean, before we even started this, we were just talking about kind of the general mental health state of the world and Mm -hmm. how it's just been a long time. And this song is just like, it makes it worth it, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's longer than the season of Lent that we've been quiet and isolated and unsure and afraid, but we can trust that spring is coming and that God is good, which is what I think this song is all about. Right. Well, Bloom, thank you for listening to us talk about our own things that we put out into the world (laughs) and uh, just allowing us to 
to give a little bit of a deeper kind of story, meaning to um, something that has impacted our community, and speaking for myself, uh, just impacted me a lot. When I first heard this song, really minutes after it was written, I was blown away by it, and I still experience that from this song and, and the others that we've been able to put out over this past year. And yeah, we just, we love that we get to be able to do this and hope to continue doing it. And so if, you, if you'd like to listen to these songs, you can find them. There'll be a, a link in the show notes of this episode, um, as well as I think in every episode we've ever put out. I usually put a link in there for these songs. Um, and we'll keep continuing to release new songs and putting out new things. So we, uh, we hope that you enjoy them and continue to find new ways to experience Christ through the music that we put out and through the lyrics that our community um, so thoughtfully thinks about and writes. So grace and peace to you, Bloom. We hope you have a great week. We pray to the Lord for grace to follow Christ this Lent. Give your church the courage to give up her preoccupation with herself and to give more time to your mission in the world. Lord, meet us in the silence. Give Give us us strength strength and and hear hear our prayer. Give your world the courage to give up war, bitterness, and hatred and to seek peace. Lord, meet us in the silence. Give us strength and hear our prayer. Give us the courage to give up quarrels, strife, and jealousy in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Lord, meet us in the silence. Give us strength and hear our prayer. Give us the courage to give up our selfishness as we live for others and to give time, care, and comfort to the sick. Lord, meet us in the silence. Give Give us us strength strength and hear our prayer. Give us the courage to give up our fear of death and to rejoice with those who have died in faith. Lord, meet us in the silence. Give Give us strength and hear our prayer, here and in eternity. Amen. Amen.